0: You're listening to The West End Frame Show.
1: And welcome to the West End Frame Show. I'm your host and West End Frame editor, Andrew Tomlins. And it's the final podcast of the year. Um, And today's episode is all about celebrating our favourite shows of 2023. So to keep me on the straight and narrow, I have an amazing co-host joining me in the (laughs) podcast booth. And it feels quite fitting, actually, because today's all about celebrating 2023 t23 highlights one of my favorite things about this year has been meeting and getting to know <laughs> <her>. oh, stop <laughs> it so let me give you the bio she is a theater reviewer and content creator in addition to reviewing for lost in theater land she runs rachel reviewed where she both writes reviews for her website and creates reels for instagram and tiktok What's insane to me is that although she's been doing this for just over a year, she's already out here hustling with top quality content and is a press night regular. I see her everywhere. (laughs) Um, We got to do a panel alongside each other, a musical con, which is where I cornered her and said, we need to do a podcast. And now she's here. It's happening. She can't get out. The door (laughs) is locked. So welcome to the West End Frame Show. It's Um... Rachel. Ah! <laughs> thank you so much how are you doing i'm doing good what's like the pace what's the what's the gear of your mind right now what's happening
0: i you know i'm stressed but in a good way <laughs> we are both stressed <laughs> We're stressed but in a good way those panicked
1: conversations happening <laughs> about this list before we hit record right
0: this is yeah like this is serious business you're like what's your top shows i'm like but i have 50
1: I know, and we're not telling each other as well. Yeah. But we were trying to give hints through kind of secret code. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I'm very excited, intrigued as well. How would you kind of sum up your 2023 in terms of theatre? Because this has been a big year for you. Maybe you've seen more shows this year than you've ever seen in any other calendar year, right?
0: Yeah, I'd I'd say so. This year I've seen a lot and a lot of shows that I wouldn't nece- like usually see either. Mm. Um, so I would describe this year as unique. Unique? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sponsored by Beyonce. Sponsored by
0: Beyonce. Just because there are shows that I didn't think I would like and then I've come out like, oh my god, that's mm. that's my show, that's my top show.
1: Mm. And you've had some revelation moments as in you've been to see long runners and things that you hadn't seen before and that's really opened your eyes yes
0: yes so i'm i'm a late comer when it comes to some theater shows people are like wait you haven't seen that i'm like no no i haven't okay
1: yeah don't come for me don't come for me please (laughs) right
0: so yeah there are a lot of shows that i've seen that you know have been on for a while and i'm like oh my god i'm part of the bandwagon now
1: (laughs) but you know what in 2024 yes we're gonna go to the theater together and maybe we should go to the regions i'll take you to i'll take you on a trip where Somewhere fabulous. Leicester, Chichester. Oh, out of London? Ooh, yes. Ooh, okay. It's time. Ooh. I saw on Instagram the other day you went, Jack took you out to Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. You got to leave hey, London behind for a day. I
0: was shook. I was like, wait, what was that Nay, A real horse? I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, we should do it because I, I don't leave London often, especially for theatre. So, <laughs> the Amazing theatre happens
1: in the regions, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to me about Rachel Reviews. I hope you feel proud and have been able to take in some sort of what you've achieved because... You've done a lot very quickly. <laughs> like you were out here on that stage at Musical.Con <laughs> literally a year after you created your yeah. platform. It's insane what you've achieved.
0: Thank you. I mean, a year sounds really like short, doesn't it? But it doesn't, I don't know, it feels like I've been doing it for much longer, especially because I started out with Lost in Land and writing reviews. And then I explored TikTok. I was like, you know, this, all the young kids use TikTok. Let me get on it. Let me try it. Um, and people's attention spans also, you know, 60 second video. <laughs> Um, And I was just having so much, I still am, I was just having so much fun with it, you know, creating videos and a lot of my followers are people who don't go to the theatre as often. So a lot of like family and friends, they may go to the theatre like once a year, they don't know what's really on in the West End. So I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to showcase all that's out there, especially me as well, who hasn't seen that much theatre. So it's almost like... We're all in this together. Yeah, we're on the journey
1: together. That's cute. Yeah. And what I love about you is that night when we got to know each other... Oh, that sounds kind of exciting. (laughs) But that night that we got to know each other, I'd I'd already clocked you because we were at the other palace yeah, and I was stood I think I was stood with someone I can't remember who I was chatting to but I was still chatting to someone and I clocked you because you As- Ashton from JLS cool. had walked in <laughs> Ashton Marigold, yeah. and you were like I saw your eyes you lit up your whole kind of persona <laughs> changed it was almost like a spotlight just shone on you and everyone else went dark and, you're like, That's Ashton. and you kind of ran up to him and they were like we've had a photo before can we have a photo now and you literally accosted him and I was watching your
0: every move <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I, I I had a photo with his cardboard cutout. Oh, that's it. That's it. And I was like, I need to have an actual photo because, you know, you're here. And you showed him a photo and of I you. And I showed him. Yeah, I showed him the cardboard cutout. What well, did he say? Did he like that? He was just like, oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> so he was get this guy away from yes. me. Security. <laughs> <laughs> but you've met like some good celebs. You've got some good selfies on your Instagram. Yeah.
0: Emma Thompson. I think she's like, that was this year. That was January. That was like, I think, highlight of the year. I was like, Mm. 2023 is going to be good. And it has been. So uh, shout out Dame Emma Thompson.
1: Besties. (laughs) Besties. (laughs) Listen, should we get into this and do it? So coming up, Rachel and I are going to be revealing our top five shows of 2023. And we'll be hearing from you and the things that you've been saying, your theatrical highlights as well along the way. Okay, so Rachel, you're going to go first. (laughs) And we've done these in order, right? So hit me, you're number five. And like disclaimer people, this is just our personal favourite five shows that we've seen this year. Like we're not saying they're the best or the most high quality. We're not GCSE drama examiners. (laughs) We are literally just sharing our personal highlights and it is not deep. So in at number five, what is it? In at number five,
0: Mm do you want a clue? Yes. You want clues?
1: Yeah, give me a clue. I hadn't thought about that, but yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> Tudors. We're six. It's not that, actually. We're... Oh. No, it is. It is. Oh. <laughs> that, was, that was too easy, wasn't I it? I was like, what else it be? <laughs> Because you saw six for the first time. I saw six for the first time, May 2023. I think
1: that's, what, five years after it's been out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, thank yeah. you. It is, it is literally history now. <laughs> What did you think going into it? Because what's interesting is that when I saw it the first time, there was no hype, right? As in, it was just starting. Yeah. But for you going in, there was already so much hype. So what did you make of it? I think sometimes when a show has a lot of hype, it kind of puts
0: me off just a little bit. I'm like, oh, I can wait. I'm I'm in no rush to see this. And then my friend was like, book a ticket, front row. This is how much it is. I was like, fine, okay. Um... And I didn't, I knew vaguely what it was about. And everyone just used to say, oh, it's really good, it's amazing. But they never really told me just how amazing it was. Mm-hmm. And I went on my own. So it was a solo trip to six.
1: Wow. Front row. And what did you think
0: of the way it was done, the concept? I was, I was like blown away. I was like, wait, this is an actual concert. This is a musical, but it's also like a concert. And the voices were amazing. The, the lyrics were so clever. Yeah. I'm not a history gal, but that show? Yeah.
1: I want, to, I want history to be taught like that. Right? It needs to be taught like that. That's how you do it. But that's how we get new generations into theatre and interested yeah. in that kind of subject matter as well, right? Exactly. Like, bringing it into that kind of... the context of current issues in 2023... Yeah. ...is really interesting.
0: No, it was... It was truly amazing. I was... My necklace came off. I don't even know how. Like, at the, after the show, I was just clapping, 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 and then I was like, wait, where's my necklace? It was, like, here. I was just thinking... No, this show has literally blown me away. I was like to all my friends, why didn't you tell me it was that good? And they're like, we've been telling you. I was like, no, 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 you guys needed to hype it up. Mm. And Anna of Cleves, she's my favourite. Yeah. Oh, get down.
1: Get down. Yeah. Do you see Dion? Yes. Yeah.
0: I just wanted to stand up and join her on stage. I mean, I always do want to join people on stage when I watch musicals. But for six?
1: She was incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it is very empowering. I think if I watched that when I was like 14, 15, I would have loved that. I mean, I love it now at Mm. my old age.
1: (laughs) Please. I think it's good because I think young people go and see it and they have strong takeaways. And then people, I've seen, watch people in their 70s, 80s watch it and laugh and be impressed at how it is put together. I think it truly, if you're kind of up for it, I think it really can make a big impact on you. When I watched it,
0: I got home and bought tickets. Well done. Me and my
1: sisters. So have you seen different queens now and stuff?
0: <laughs> I have, yeah. Yeah, I've seen different queens. And
1: they're also individual.
0: Yeah. Mm. And I'm going again <laughs> in 2024. Did Yeah.
1: News resolutions sorted. <laughs> okay. We love it. Okay. Number four. Oh, this is
0: intense. <laughs> we need music. Number four. You want to have a
1: clue? Yeah. Okay. So I'm so embarrassed. I'm
0: really bad with
1: like like, I'm so obvious. I'm <laughs> so bad at guessing. Are you? Yeah, tell me though. Give me a clue. You've
0: been framed.
1: Um, Wait, no, that's a really bad clue. That is so bad. Like the West End frame show Live. Um, Stella sort of black. I don't know. Or, or no, she doesn't know. I don't know. You've been framed. I don't No, no, no. This is a terrible clue. Uh, Let me think of another one. I'm so sorry. Queer joy. Oh, I mean, that's not something we see very much of on stage. Um, queer joy. My sons are queer. Yes. <gasps> but what can you do? Yes. yes! Because that was at the Ambassador's Theatre at the yes. start of this year. Yes. Um,
0: and I didn't get to see it last year when it was at Garrick Theatre. Yeah, the Garrick
1: Theatre. And even
0: like, I think it was at kind of Turbine. Turbine. Yeah, And wasn't it Edinburgh Fringe? Yeah. Like, it's been on. And I never had the chance to see it. And again, the same friend that told me about Six told me about my sons a queer.
1: <gasps> this is a good friend. Jonathan,
0: shout out you. The Theatre Talk, amazing. Great recommendations. And he was like, book a ticket. I found a ticket. Book it. And I was like, Sure. I cried, and I don't usually cry in theater. My mm. son's acquit was so beautiful. it was hilarious. Having those archive footage was just so genius as well, yeah, <laughs> really, really the funny home video and is just everything Rob Mager's like family along their journey just has been it's been it was beautiful to watch, and yeah. I was kind of sad it was only on for like what six weeks
1: I know, I know, but
0: I'm happy that it's going to Broadway
1: I know the
0: audience. The audience, yeah, they're going to enjoy it. They're going to love
1: it. People are so lucky in New York. Yeah. And I hope it's going to be upscaled and I have like a live band and stuff as well. Oh. I think that would be really cool if they could do that.
0: Even thinking about it now, I'm actually getting goosebumps.
1: I saw it at the <laughs> Ambassadors this year and um, I took my... I've seen, I've seen it at the Turbine, I've seen it at Fringe, I've seen it at the Garrick. And then I took my mum to see it at the Ambassadors and she was crying. It was oh. really emotional. <laughs> um, I think that show has made a massive impact and Definitely, really important, mm-hmm. and the fact that like that was on, at, you know, it has a great front of house, like a great marquee at yeah. the front, and to just to see <laughs> that plastered on the street in London just <laughs> makes you go yes, yeah. At a time when queer rights are like you know being questioned left, right, and centre, exactly. when so, I went, they kinda... even had
0: balloons, a couple of balloons out. I loved, I loved it. Cute, and it, it's nice, as you say, queer queer stories. There's not that many of, especially queer joy stories there's not that many on stage let alone West End so that was like a great experience to mm. be in the audience be around all the people just watching Rob on stage Yeah, it's very
1: like reaffirming almost as well yeah yeah um, you think it's, it's actually Rob makes it quite simple in some of the lines that they've written I mean the quote yeah. from their dad is just everything something along the lines of let if you can just allow your child to be what they want yeah. to yeah
0: and then when the footage came of people who had sent like virtual oh
1: My heart Deeply emotional Okay, that's a good one Okay, (laughs) this is a good list Okay, number
0: three Thank you Number three Okay, a clue Oh, this might be a bit Are you from South London? No Do you know South London well? No Oh, okay If I say Morley's No No Chicken and chips Chicken and chips
1: a who done it across the room on the grounds of incompetent sleuthing. Ian Pierce hasn't, because he's never read a who done it in his life. He still boasts that he could solve one though. Listen and learn as this self-appointed crime guru attempts to guide a private investigator to the truth in an original murder mystery written by Tom
0: Knight. Welcome to the Directed Detective.
1: so shook oh okay <laughs>
0: alright Peckham
1: well I know this show yeah yeah you are definitely it's know set it. in South London it's set in South the best oh I don't I'm, I'm, I'm on the side of the river Bush Theatre oh um, about football it's transferring to At Soho Place I can't remember what it's called Red Pitch Red Pitch <laughs> I'm so excited to see this
0: you haven't seen it no oh my gosh Red Pitch Another fantastic play. Bush Theatre put on some of the best plays that I've seen in like the year and a half I've been doing Rachel Reviewed and Red Pitch was one of them. It's like it returned back this year because yeah. it was on last year um, and it follows three boys aspiring footballers on a South London estate uh, which is being demolished and I think turned into like modern flats. So it explores gentrification which is something that is still ongoing. It's happened a lot in South London so I've experienced it. Um They eat Morley's, which is chicken and chips. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Um, But it's just so cleverly done. Like the set is set in like a football, almost like a football pitch. And they've got like parts of the audience um, sat in like a football stadium. The actors, fantastic. It felt like we were just watching three friends on stage playing football. It's very natural, very authentic, very Mm. funny. But it's only 90 minutes. And I feel like we went on this journey with them. And the character development was very like, whoa, because mm. there were some intense scenes. There was like a there's a fight scene. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, choreographed so well. And Tyrell Williams, his writing as well is just, oh, honestly, sometimes I see stuff and I'm just so inspired.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. it got <laughs> and you. It yeah. Got you.
0: And also seeing that representation on stage is still kind of new to me. So whenever I do go to theatre, I'm like, oh, my gosh, South London, free black boys, black boy joy. Loved it. And the cool. fact that it's getting transferred to West End.
1: I know. And Chichi Nawagu is his first kind of show that he's coming as a producer that he's bringing into yeah. the West End. Oh, I stuff. saw it on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really <laughs> big deal. I'm so excited. I can't believe to you see haven't it. seen it. I know, but I mean, I can't believe it's another <laughs> play about football as well. but oh. <laughs> Gosh, but apparently I'm going to love this as well, so I'm ready. It is brilliant. It sounds like it's really important, what is tackling? Yeah. No it's tackling. No pun ta- intended. Yeah. Ooh,
0: get you. <laughs> <laughs> it is tackling social issues that yeah. are really important. Yeah,
1: dribbling around all of them.
0: Oh, okay, no, no, you're taking it too far now. <laughs> Shooting goals. And...
1: <laughs> I'm drawing a line. Okay, what's next? What's num- That was number three, so number two. two yeah.
0: <gasps> oh, this is intense. oh. Now, this might shock a few people that know me, because this is something that I always talk about. And to be fair, all of these are number one to me. Yeah. This is number
1: two. The clue... Uh, the Strand, <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. I thought this was going to be your number one. Yeah. I really did. Mm. I'm not that predictable, am I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you, you said on Twitter on of with this was your favourite show of the year, hands yeah. down, and you were like anyone. But it's not. It's yeah. your second favourite show. <laughs> <of the year." laughs> No, okay. it is. This is hard. I didn't realize
0: we were like ranking. And just now I was like, you know what? This is, this is, it was close. It was close. But yeah, Sunset Boulevard. Why? Because I fancy Jamie Lloyd. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, I <like>, do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, I your number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did you love Sunset? Have you ever seen Sunset no, Boulevard? No, I knew nothing about Sunset Boulevard. That's so interesting to see this version of it because it's so different yeah. to what it might be traditionally. Webinars. Yeah, so I knew like the synopsis and I know what Jamie Lloyd's shows are like. I bet you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I watched the effect. That was great.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I like his style of direction. So I thought, let yeah. me go and watch this. Nicole Scherzinger, Tom Francis. Oh, I almost swore then. <laughs> I almost swore. <laughs> Loved it. I was actually speechless at the end of the show because it's... It was something that I'd never seen before. The camera work, is, it that reminded me sense. of like old Hollywood movies. And I don't even like films, but I really appreciated what they did on that show. Mm-hmm. And just, just how bold and daring Jamie Lloyd took it. You know, something so classical. People were like, oh, no costumes. Where was the staircase? Get over it. This is different. And I love when theatre is different. And
1: unapologetically so. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And the performances? Incredible. When I read it was Grace Hodgett Young's western debut, I said, She's a star.
1: She's and, one to watch. Yeah, and she, you were right. I was right. She's <laughs> going straight into Hades now. <laughs> yeah. She's done incredibly well.
0: She was amazing. All of them, even the ensemble, yes. young Norma, the choreography. Yeah. Act 2, like it was just...
1: The start of Act 2, The start yeah. of Act 2, incredible. Tom France is
0: like, it was just... And and I saw Rachel Tucker. Two ah. weeks after I watched it, I went to see Rachel Tucker. Same,
1: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And she's equally as incredible.
0: Amazing. And another thing about Jamie Lloyd, he, he does this um scheme for people who can't afford like theatre tickets. So if you're under 30, NHS, on government benefits. So I was lucky enough to get that and watch it front row. Again, not knowing anything about Sunset Boulevard. And now it's, like, in my top five, Mm. it's definitely, like, number one, number two. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. When I saw it with Rachel, there was definitely, like, a school group in or something. Oh, wow. But, you know, to see, like, a a whole, like, two rows of young people reacting to it was so powerful. Yeah. And at the end of the show, when kind of the blood stuff is happening, no spoilers, (laughs) um, they were screaming, but they were so into it and they were so present and they were so with those performers. Yeah. Yeah. and I thought that was so powerful that they were able to be in that room and to be part of their audience. It's so important. Yeah, brilliant. Really good. And I've told everyone about it. I think it's like a, it's become a, an event, right? Like it's <laughs> become, It's been more than a show, it's like a theatrical event. Yeah. And I hope, you know, we're hearing Broadway, 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 but I just hope we get to see that production. Back in the UK, somehow, yeah. somewhere, at some point. I want a cast recording and a cast recording, please. Yes, one with Nicole, one with Rachel. Rachel Tucker, yes, yeah. yes. I want to hear them both. And the sing along version from yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number
0: one. I don't know what you're going to say. You know. Yeah i I don't think you know what I'm going to say, and I'm like, what kind of clue shall I give? <gasps> okay, I'll give an
1: obvious one. Okay.
0: Ghana. Um.
1: Is this a play? Yeah. Oh, I'm not very good at You're not plays. good at play? Okay. Where was it on? Lyric Hammersmith. Oh, okay. I'm not going to know, but I can picture. Oh, not the... Um... I feel like you've got it. I can see the poster <laughs> I can see it You um, can see it
0: Five five schoolgirls The Mean
1: Girls African play Is that so, what Yes, schoolgirls
0: Or the African Mean Girls play The African Mean Girls play
1: That's and my then. number one what? I'm so sad I missed it You didn't see it? No Oh, it got extended But Hammersmith's a long way away Is it? Oh yeah. dear. <laughs> <What> is <this? laughs> Hammersmith. Mm. It, it would have
0: been worth the trek Okay It would have been worth the trek and I, as someone who is British Guardian, yeah, I was so excited when this was announced. I booked my ticket. They didn't even release the cast. I was like, booked. It was, it's a comedy play, but it explores colorism and beauty standards. And, you know, young girls trying to conform to that, you know, European mm-hmm. beauty standard. So it's quite deep, quite a deep topic. But it's so funny. I was cry laughing. I mean, often I do, but I was laughing out loud and crying because it was that funny. Mm. Um And it's set in 1980s Ghana, boarding school. The girls are competing for a beauty pageant. And just some of the scenes are so chaotic. Um, There's like one really funny audition scene where they're singing in the most craziest outfits. And just the whole audience were laughing. Um, But again, the issues that they tackle is just something that I've never seen on stage before. Mm. And that's something that I love about theater, just the fact that we get to see all these different stories and experiences on stage, and even though I am ghanaian i haven't ever experienced something as you know as serious as um you know bleaching and yeah. trying to do something that 's harmful to conform to a beauty standard um but the way they did it so effortlessly and they it was it was just done so perfectly to be honest. <laughs> it was directed by Monique Tuko, who had I think she's fantastic fantastic director. Um, it was just so vibrant, energetic. They had Afro beats playing. And it's just, oh. <laughs> it sounds
1: like it needs to come
0: back. It really does. When it got extended, I was like, I'm not even surprised. I'm not surprised. This, mm. yeah. Schoolgirls or the African Mean Girls play is my top show for 2023. <laughs> you
1: heard it here. Yeah. And what <laughs> the people can't see is that Rachel has a whole kind of <laughs> spider diagram going on. <laughs> if you can hear the rustling, that's the Ooh. rustling of intellect. <laughs> It's the rustling of a full-on notebook that's been filled. Me, to the I brim. love a
0: spreadsheet. I love a little um, spider chart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was a good top five, you know. Thank you. I have a tough act to follow with okay. this. <laughs> but before I reveal mine, we're gonna chat about some of the things that Western frame listeners and followers were saying on Instagram. Oh. It was lovely, but it was also so stressful. So I was like, Oh, maybe that should be in my top five. Maybe that should be in my oh, top five. Did you change yours? So so not based on that, but I was sat in five guys before <laughs> we recorded this and I did actually change my list. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was I was Stressfully, kind of trying to work it out, and I did kind of end up changing it. But so many people were celebrating, so many shows, and I love that different people love different things. Yeah. So Angelica said that Rebecca was a massive highlight for Ooh. her. The Back to the Future musical fan page said that Pretty Woman was a massive highlight for them. Oh. They saw it twice. I don't know plot twist. but yeah. like, <laughs> they saw it twice and booked for the tour as well. It's truly incredible. Oh, someone said, which I love, because we saw this together, it's Why Am I So Single? (gasps) I think Ange said that. Yes. And we went to the workshop of that. And we really enjoyed it. That was
0: amazing. I still remember some of the songs from that workshop. What's the song that was it? Disco Ball. Disco Ball. Yeah. Amazing, iconic.
1: I really hope that we get to see a full production of that in 2024, right? Yeah.
0: Because if it was just, that was just a workshop and we were just blown away. This is Lucy
1: Moss and Toby Marlowe's new musical. And where do you think it could go? Like, because. I was thinking it'd be not like massive West End house. Like I was thinking no. like Almeida vibe. I was thinking like yeah. medium to small size venue. Maybe even Southwark, Suffolk Playhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it could do really well and there's some bops in there. Yeah. I really hope that we get to see more of that. Um, lots of people saying things like Hamilton, Madeline said Miss Saigon, there was so much love for Miss Saigon mm. and Sheffield just is out of London. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Ellie said everybody's talking about Jamie, I will always love it. There Aww. was so much love for Next to Normal at the Donmar. I never
0: got to see it
1: but it's coming back. It's coming, it's coming back. back. You can see it at the Wyndhams. Emily said the cast where everything. Gracie said Mrs. Doubtfire and two strangers carry a cake yes! across New York. That, that's good. Sarah said guys and dolls at the bridge and My Fair Lady on tour. Wow, Charlotte was stunned. It's illegal, <laughs> Ooh. which I love. Neve said Lord of the Rings at the Watermill Theatre. It was everything. Matt said Strange Loop. Yes. Emily said Jersey Boys, A Little Live Life of Pie Frozen. Like some good shows. So many diff this is why it's stressful. Yeah, Michael said Operation Mince Meat. Um it's fresh, touching, and hilarious. Um Love that. Someone said Ain't Too <laughs> Proud. Um yeah. Someone said, I think Lisa said, Lizzie, it's loud, bluzzly, visceral, and vocals for days. I Aww. loved it. <laughs> Lots of love for Le Cage au It was perfect, yeah. says Wade. Um, someone says, Stand at the Sky's Edge. <gasps> oh my gosh, yes. Oh, you, yeah, you're, living, n- not you're living in regret. Yeah. <laughs> someone said it was so different, and the vocals and story were fire emoji. Yeah. Um, someone said the little big things. The casting, music, script, staging was perfect in every way. Aww. Gillian thinks Newsies, the ensemble were insane. Agreed. Um, and Live, Laugh, Heathers said, Heathers. <laughs> every time I saw it, um, everyone was insanely talented. And I Aww. miss it a lot. Um, There's also love for Sondheim, um, Old Friends, um, Brokeback Mountain um, and lots of other things wow. I could, yeah. we could go on but so <laughs> many amazing shows um, so thank you for sharing them <laughs> right I'm stressed about this
0: you, like you... going through that list I'm like oh yeah Standing at Sky's Edge How did I...
1: I know major but what's so great is that so many of these shows are transferring and having yes. future life yeah. so Woo. we can see them again and enjoy them and then maybe we'll put them on our list next for year for our beer to date yeah <laughs> Right? Dates, sir. Dates, I hope That's a sorry. plural that we're looking at you there. book me, Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just one, yeah. <laughs> you can see me once this year. Okay. Okay, I see. Playing hard to get. Okay, so unlike Rachel, I venture out into the regions, okay? So drag me. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. And I think just, yeah, just one of these shows on my list is regional. Um, so in at number five. Um, I'm going to need to give you a clue. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what if I was stood in a choir? Choir Boy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bash <laughs> clue. And talking of Chichi Nwaghi, an amazing producer, he produced this revival of Choir Boy um, at Bristol Old Vic. And I kind of knew nothing about it all i knew is that like kind of michael homker Lindsay were in it i never been to bristol old vic before mm-hmm. um and it really moved me it's a really powerful play and it was really well directed and produced um but the main kind of takeaway was that you were seeing this cast these kind of black boys on stage and you were seeing all different sides of them. It was breaking Mm. down stereotypes. It was so rounded and three dimensional. Um, And there was a queer story in there as well, um, which was really beautifully and tastefully portrayed in such a real way. Um, But what shone through was the camaraderie of this ensemble and how together (laughs) they were. and they did something really special on that stage. I went to like the third preview, and already it felt like they've been doing it for ages. But that was because of the bond that those boys had, that cast had, yeah. um, and it just felt relevant and like the kind of show it should be on um, in 2023. I remember when it was on Broadway a few years ago with Jeremy Pope. There wasn't so much hype about it, and I missed it that year. So I was so pleased that I got to see this. And it has to transfer, like I hope so need in London, <laughs> so many people would love it, and I think it's a really beautiful show, um, and you anyway, know that's the one that wasn't on my top five originally, oh, okay, but then I was like I was thinking about how different shows made me feel, and that one I left, and I like my heart was racing, I had lots to think about, lots to digest, and I think that's what I want from theater, yeah, and choir Boy. Gave me that reaction. In some ways, it's gentle and and it's not like high budget and flashy sets and big <laughs> high kicks and stuff. But um, I think it's really important and exactly the kind of show that we should have on stage. So yeah, yeah, that's number five.
0: Oh, I really no. I hope it does transfer mm. because. I wasn't going to Bristol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not sorry about it. <laughs> Bristol, Old Vic, is, is really beautiful. I have actually, actually. been. Oh, um, have you? I okay.
0: I know, right? That was like my yearly trip outside of London in nice. 2022. Um, okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> Bristol's cute. Bristol's really cute. But yeah, they need to bring it to London so people can see it. Okay. Uh, clue number four um, I really fancy some cake but oh my gosh what have I dropped the top tier of it <gasps> two strangers yes! carry a cake across New York yes! ah! <laughs> <laughs> so this was a, you know, a two hands musical yep. on at the Kilm Theatre um, Sam did Dijon a Gift do it and this for me it's, again, actually, almost similar to the last show, to Choir Boy, not splashy, not a massive cast, not a slick ensemble, like, just two people <laughs> on stage with a very clever two-way revolve, may ads, which, you know, is very, we love to see it. Yeah. Um, But for me, I love when I'm watching films. I love it when you like find a film which is kind of like an indie film, which is quite (laughs) low budget, set in like London somewhere, and you like it's and it's like exploring kind of the the identity of a couple of people and how they meet and their connection and stuff. And for me, Two Strangers was the equivalent of that as a musical. Yeah, like it's just easy watching, and. (laughs) Actually, the writing's really clever. And I was really into it. And in the (laughs) interval, I was trying to work out, like, okay, what's going on here? What's the relationship with his dad? What's she got going on? What's going on behind it? Like, you just knew there was more to it. So what appeared to be quite simple and light and breezy actually had far more layers to it. And they were also two fascinating characters. And to kind of work out... How that was gonna all come together with the two of <laughs> yeah. them was really interesting. And there's some great music in there, like Sam Tutty singing New York, that number's amazing. And I thought DeJona Gift yeah. gave a masterclass like, like, I thought her character Robin was so hard to play because <laughs> she was like almost a dead behind the eye at the beginning and then had yeah. to really loosen up and she had to make that feel real. And I think she really pulled it off and made the character really likable, which is easier said than done. It was like, as you say, watching a f- like a rom-com film on stage. Yeah, exactly. And it's like Christmassy-ish. Yeah. Um, and you're on the poster. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am. You are on the poster. <laughs> We're Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. Rachel reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I loved that show. I, I, I thought it was really cute. I went in thinking, oh, you know, it's not not got a big cast or anything. Might be. <laughs> And I left like, oh, my God, this is great.
1: And I'm actually going again. I, I want to go again. I'm going again in January. I want <laughs> to go again. Good. Enjoy. Thank you. And I wonder if it could have future life. Like, I think it maybe could. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Number three. This one is also returning. Ooh. Also, to it's Ga- going to the Garrick Theatre, which we mentioned earlier. And it's... <gasps> Based around a group therapy yep. class. Okay.
0: I'm like kicking myself because this is the show that I actually don't stop talking about. But I didn't want to be predictable today. I didn't want to be predictable, Andrew. <laughs>
1: okay, well, I'm doing it for you. <laughs> Thank so. you
0: so much. I'm so glad you are. For black boys yeah. who have considered suicide when the hue gets too heavy.
1: That's it. Ryan Clay Cameron's masterpiece. <laughs> like, I almost didn't see this. I, it was in its like penultimate week. And I just did that Today Tick thing of I woke up just before 10 a.m., bam, booked a yeah. ticket, next thing I knew I was in the theatre. <laughs> um, and it was one of the most incredible experiences like, I've ever had in a theatre yeah. for so <laughs> many reasons. Like, I've had so many chats doing interviews with people about audiences and how a certain demographic dominates theatre audiences in London. Yeah. And is there things we could do? Well, maybe not. Blah, 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 blah. All rubbish. (laughs) Rubbish. You walked into that theatre. Was it the Apollo? Yeah. You walked in... The audience was not your usual demographic. (laughs) It was like 10% were the demographic that you see making up normal audiences. You know, black people were out in the theatre taking over, living their best lives. The pre-show music? The pre-show music, the lighting, everything. Um, (laughs) And it's based around this kind of group therapy session, isn't it? These, These kind of guys. Again, all different characters... And it explores so many different um, things, different issues, different things which are really important, kind of educational. And I think I did something where I said, like, for some people that have been seeing themselves represented on stage for the first time and other people have had their eyes massively opened. And that's two really important things that theatre has a duty, I think, to do. Um, and it did it in such a real and humane way. Like, it just felt like you got to know these characters. Yeah. And I remember in the interval, I was like, oh my God, this is so powerful. And I was I remember thinking, I hope it goes further, though. And it delves into, like, queerness a bit. And different." And then yep. it did. And then it did. <laughs> and I was like, tick, 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 tick. Yeah. And it just seemed criminal that was only on for six weeks because it was sold out and doing so well and then it went quiet so then when it was announced that it was going back to the garrick i was overjoyed but it's still only in seven weeks or something and it should still be give me six months give us six months um because even at royal court i think it was even like four weeks and it got extended by two weeks yeah Yeah. We, we want longer we need longer but also i just think it proved such an important point and platformed such incredible talent in such a different way. And in terms of impact, so I think maybe my theme for my top five is like it's been a year of unapologetic theatre yeah. and also like, a year of feeling and shows that can make me feel new things that I've never felt in a theatre before. And I think for Black Boys, did that for me. And I think it made me realise the type of theatre that I want to see yeah. coming into the West End and beyond and further Fields.
0: I love that. And I think for Black Boys, that show, for a lot of people in the audience, it was maybe the first, second time in the theatre. It just brought so many different mm. people to watch it. And, yeah, I I don't want to get emotional, but I really do love the show, and I'm so happy it's coming back. Mm-hmm. I've booked it.
1: Yeah I've booked it twice. <laughs> I've seen it twice. See you there. so eager. See you there. And eager, eager, eager. <laughs> Okay, number two. Um, can I get a clue? Yeah, we're twinnies. Twinnies. Yeah, we're twinnies. We've like you and I, or yeah, like we've made the same oh. decision. Um. Oh, can I have another clue? What was your number two? My number two. Yeah, <gasps> that's what I mean. We're twinning here. Oh, oh
0: gosh! I thought it was like a play about twins. I was gonna say, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. Like, that
1: wasn't feel like identical. Parent yeah, trap. Yeah, <laughs> God forbid.
0: Sunset Boulevard.
1: Do 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 yes! <laughs> Come on, clap! Clapping sounds so horrible yeah. on podcasts. People like listening to the tube, like flinching right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I went to see yeah, Sunset, Sunset is is my number two as well. Like, if we're talking about unapologeticness, this was bold mm-hmm. and it was making a statement, mm-hmm. and it wasn't trying to please the masses. It ripped apart everything we know Sunset Boulevard to be. And I've always liked Sunset Boulevard. I think it's actually quite a good show. <laughs> but there's always certain scenes where I'm like mm, okay you know this is maybe dragging a bit or <laughs> you know I kind of sit back in my seat and I you know grab a tic-tac I was like I was not doing any of that. I was leaning forward. I was hooked. The way they brought the way Jamie Lloyd brought intensity okay. <laughs> to those scenes and the way it was able to be kind of serious like you say the kind of it it was you know bringing in the old kind of film techniques and stuff Mm. but also being so camp and present like (laughs) the little looks and the glances and it also knew what it was and brought a bit of sparkle too in a really kind of funny way but whilst (laughs) being so dark and moody and kind of I just thought that was such a hard balance to strike and so clever and obviously the performances from everyone were amazing, but really the vision and the staging and Fabian and Louise's choreography yeah, and the, way the ensemble fantastic. were utilised. Someone told me, or David Daxon told me, that like they cut like choreography and they cut numbers and stuff and there's even more that we didn't get to really? see. And I would love to see that. Like, Release unc- it. Give us an uncut <laughs> version. <laughs> yeah. Give us the rehearsal we videos. <laughs> yeah, we need it. And I just think that's the direction that I think we need to continue to go. On. I agree. I absolutely
0: agree. I love unconventional things anyways, but unconventional theatre, you know, people are really like, oh, there's no set, there's no costumes, who cares? Mm -hmm. Who cares? This
1: is different. I I love different. And it's turned, like we said, it's turned itself into a theatrical event. Yeah. And it just seems crazy to me that it's not running for longer. Even if Nicole had to leave, I would have thought Rachel Rachel Tucker could have taken over for a few months and people would still want to come out and see it because the It felt like the show was the event. I mean, Nicole's performance is extraordinary and incredible, but the whole show for me was just so special. So, yeah, (laughs) that's my number two. Um, Number Number one. one. My favourite show of 2023. I think I know it. I don't think you even need to give me a clue. What do you think it is?
0: Is it a strange loop? Is it?
1: <laughs> it's a strange Yay! loop! Because we were talking about this, <laughs> weren't we, at Musical Con. <laughs> and in fact, the conversation that we were involved in is the reason why I think I like it so much. Because some people, I don't blame them at all, didn't know how to take this show. Yeah. They didn't know how to digest a strange loop. It's tackling issues to a depth that we do not see <laughs> on not only stages but big commercial stages like the Barbican (laughs) you know like a big commercial house where anything goes has been where these (laughs) big musicals have been and you have a strange loop there and the way it was so unapologetic um and told this person's story um in your face i thought was so special and so <laughs> clever and i think the first time I, so it didn't it didn't become my favorite show until i would seen it twice right so i saw okay. it one time on press night and i didn't even know there was no interval and i was not prepared i mean it was heavy yeah and you know what the some of the stuff that happens kind of halfway through is a lot mm-hmm. and it, it you know you kind of go away going oh yeah. Um, and you don't, you don't almost get the closure that you need at the end. So that's the kind of the response, the way it can leave you. I went back and I had to tip my friend for her birthday. It was a happy birthday <laughs> night out, and um, saw it again. And I really liked it and was really appreciated the company more the second time. We were sat, I think, on the front row, oh. and it was really incredible. And then the next day, I kept going, usher, 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 <laughs> and I kept singing that song. And I was like, I need to listen to this. It's in my head. Started listening to it. And I hadn't I hadn't even appreciated on visit one or visit two how good the music is. Yeah. Like you take because the themes are so heavy, like I went and did an interview with Karamar Mar Freeman. Okay. And all we spoke about mostly was the issues and yeah. the topic and how heavy it was and stuff. We didn't even go into the score in this, and I—that was one of my biggest regrets (laughs) of this year. Because then I I got so addicted to the score and thought musically it was so clever and so witty and had such amazing influences that when you separate it from the issue, like almost like you because of what it's about, you can't see past the issue. And I don't feel like people even appreciated what a cleverly constructed, well-written musical it is, and how incredible the company performing it were, and how much was required of them—the multi-rolling, the belt their face off and yeah going into some deep heavy scenes every night but that is what theatre should be doing <laughs> like that is I mean and the fact that it was marketed as a Tony Award you know Pulitzer Prize <laughs> winning musical people are going ooh let's get to Barbican." this hit yeah. Broadway musical almost sat there hearing <laughs> about all these things that they never you know thought they'd be hearing about in their lives love it shocking in your face bam um, we, we like that
0: kind of theatre don't we
1: yeah I think we do. We've found what we both like. I like pushing boundaries, yeah, and I like that, yeah, like I said that some people don't know how to take it, and for that, maybe they think, oh actually no, it wasn't very good, right it went too far, but yeah. no, we can't make any progress or develop our own minds and our own thoughts if we're not creating art like this exactly, and I also got so much joy from seeing that company thrive. People like Charlene Hector, people like <laughs> Kai Shea, um, people like Danny Bailey, like they're such talented people, Pleno's Thoughts, Eddie Elliott, they were all, Nathan, they were all amazing. I saw the covers, um, and then Carl and Freeman and then the other girl, Carl, Bert, Carl Birch, who yeah. took over, were both so incredible. And I just feel like there aren't many roles like that in theatre for, like, black queer men to be playing. Yeah. And especially if you like, carrying a show in that way. Um, so just the themes
0: that were explored, it's just, it's nothing that I'd seen on a stage.
1: What did you think? I loved it.
0: And that was actually, you know, at the beginning where I said, I think I know what yours is going to be. <laughs> but it was a strange loop. Mm, yeah. And I remember people were like, oh, it's very American. I was just
1: like, so? <laughs> But it's not—it's not your typical Broadway show at all. No, and it was in development for so long. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> I wonder if we'll see it again. And I hope so,
0: because I'm—I only saw it once, and I think I would have loved to have seen it another time. Guess what?
1: I, just, oh, I saw it. I think six times.
0: You are lying. You didn't, Andrew,
1: <laughs> baby. <laughs> that's why i wasn't at hammersmith i was was at barbican i was camping at barbican
0: (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking you saw it twice six times yeah
1: and that's why i know it's my favorite show because it got me what's your favorite song from it um maybe the final maybe like a strange loop or i love the opening number (laughs) but there's so many numbers i love boundaries Oh yeah But like Boundaries Is just Where the show Has to go To get to Boundaries Is a lot But yeah, yeah And a Jennifer Hudson Cover of Boundaries oh! Is incredible If I could sing I'd sing like Jennifer Hudson And I'd Yeah you can, I had your vocals Stop it I also loved Charlene Hector's number. It's like, I like this and I like Wicked. (laughs) I come out here every year to see my shows. Um, And she threw in some riffs on the last show. She was everything. Yeah. Um, And there we go. That's my top five. Oh. Uh, Do you want to give some shout outs? What are the shows that I almost made? The Black Boys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that's that that that's been my show for like 2022, 2023. It will be my show next year. But I thought, let me choose something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you. So,
0: what, others that didn't make the cut? <laughs> yeah, what ones that almost made the cut. Almost like, made the cut. Okay. Other
1: favourite shows of this year. Do
0: you know, I really enjoyed Romeo and Juliet at Almeida Theatre. Okay. I'm not usually into Shakespeare.
1: But that got you. Directed
0: by Rebecca Frecknell. It was fantastic. Really good choreography. Like fight scenes as well.
1: I love, that you're, I love that you're shouting out like fight scenes today. Just for yeah. but like fight choreography.
0: <laughs> because it's so, it, I think it's just so amazing and clever mm-hmm. how they do it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, Romeo and Juliet, Stranger Sings. Oh, Stranger Things. Stranger Sings. Oh, Stranger Sings. Stranger Sings, a Where's parody that? musical. Savick Playhouse.
1: And wait, there was something else that I thought was going to be on your top five. Go on. The um, I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Why am I laughing already? Because you know what? I'm la- the one that I was traumatized by. That <laughs> I had to go all the way to Hammersmith to see. Um <laughs> no, yeah. Tarantino Live. Yes. What do you want to admit on this podcast what who what you did, what you used that show for? Oh.
0: Um what, my Tinder dates?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> If they're listening, I don't know what Andrew's talking about. Um, How many people did you take to this show? Only two Tinder dates. (laughs) And how many of those dates progressed any further? (laughs) To be fair, the third one did progress a bit more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And they both really enjoyed it. And I, I love Tarantino Live.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm really happy for you. <laughs>
0: Sylvia was another
1: one. Yeah, Sylvia. Sylvia. That's where happy, is the cast there? recording for Sylvia? I know. I think they're on something special there. I love Death Note when that was like, at <gasps> the lyric. That was really good, and that's going to come back shortly. I have a soft spot for Sondheim's old friends. Okay, I just <laughs> seeing Leah Salonga like belting her face <laughs> off for me, um, and also yeah, I- I let the cast albums just come out. Like, you know, I'm kind of here for it a little bit. Um, the Crucible, I thought was really powerful. Oh. The Little Big Things, um, mm-hmm. but also a massive one, The Casual Four. Actually, talking of being unapologetic, but Animal and um, the play that was at the Park Theatre. Oh, I never got to see that which one. Which was had a disabled um, queer character at the centre of the story, and to see like disability being explored and queerness being explored was so powerful. Yeah. And queer theatre can be quite predictable, I think. And this opened my eyes to something kind of really different. And again, like it got me. My heart was in my mouth at one point. And the interview was like, oh, what's going to happen? And yeah, I really enjoyed that. So yeah, so much good stuff. There's been a lot of good stuff. I'm crazy for you. Stunning.
0: Accidental death of an anarchist. Okay. Did you watch that? No. It's fantastic. Okay. So
1: good. Daniel Rigby. How's that a strange loop?
0: You (laughs) actually, you didn't see it six times. You saw
1: it like 10, didn't you? No, (laughs) I
0: saw it six. Uh, I got Police Cops mm. which is coming back it's
1: coming back to the playhouse did you watch it? I did I thought it was so funny I thought it reminded me of Operation Mint's Meat in many ways like it was that yeah. sort of schema for me
0: I took a date to
1: Police Cops the, sec- oh. the second time yes
0: front row Tambo and Bones
1: missed that I did an interview with the charm oh my gosh
0: but yeah Sunset Boulevard for black boys red pitch school girls African mean girls play my sons are queer six what a year what a year
1: Listen, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. For getting stagey with me and doing this. Really appreciate this. No, I <laughs> I, I did literally corner you, didn't I, musical cold?
0: <laughs> I cornered you. The other palace. Like you, I know your face. I don't know your name.
1: <laughs> I know. We were singing quite a <laughs> interesting show that night, and we really bond. Like I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> I was sat in front of you. <laughs> I know. And then during act two, there was some kind of like, I was releasing some pressure on you being like,
0: ah, what do we do? I think mean, what I love though is that you're just so, you're just so nice. You're so like friendly, oh, very warm. Oh. and You're always like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. And it's just, it's just so lovely to be around you well
1: I love to be around you (laughs) and we need to do it more often so yeah let's sort (laughs) out some theatre next year where can the people find you on the social media Rachel?
0: Oh on social media so Twitter, Instagram TikTok, Fred <laughs> it's Rachel Reviewed.
1: Tinder. <laughs> Tinder, Hinge, all of it. Coming to a, a dating app near you. <laughs> a theatre dating app. Oh. Oh, you onto something. I think the stage does dating. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, check out Rachel Reviewed. Rachel's content is incredible. Thank you. She's very cool with her reels. It's just like an easy way to consume content. <laughs> so I like, just hear her thoughts immediately on your feed. So go follow, follow, follow. And hopefully she'll come back and do this again with me sometime. Um, if she can follow the directions and make it into the room. Drag filming. me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and I'm so sad because that's a wrap on West End Framing for 2023. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the West End Frame Show this year. I've had the best time. I love doing this. I love making this podcast especially so much and feel super lucky to get to do it alongside such amazing people every week. I love it so much. There is lots more to come next year in 24, but there'll be a little break, okay? I'm having some time off across January and February. We're charging my stagey batteries. Um, But can I watch this base? might be some bonus episodes, you never know. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe. And if you enjoyed today's episode, you can leave us an Apple podcast or Spotify rating and review. Follow us on Frame on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Check out our interviews podcast in the frame. And I'll be back next year for another stagey cat. Job. Thank you, Rachel.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>